0: Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. This show is for socially conscious leaders, entrepreneurs, CEO founders that have found success, but they yet they don't have the ideal life that they would like. And what we're gonna do is bring in concepts and systems so that we can increase business with millions of additional revenue while lowering our work hours, ideally below 40 hours a week. We call this More Business, More Life. And it's an and not an or. We don't have to have either or. We can actually systemize this to have both. And those are the concepts we're going to come with each episode. Sometimes we might talk a little bit more about business, sometimes more life, most of the time, both. (laughs) So, welcome to the show. Welcome to the More Business, More Life podcast. And I'm so excited to kind of talk about this. It's a weird topic to be excited about, but it's judgment. We are talking about judgment and, and the dark sides of judgment, the good sides of judgment. Can we live without judgment? These are all questions. And then how do we affect ourselves? We're not talking about just judging others. We will talk about that. We're going to talk more on the podcast about how we judge ourselves and how that can have a negative impact on our life and not living the full abundance that we want. So how can we transcend this and start living in a more abundant life and live more to our true self? without as much judgment. So uh, join myself, Steve Noplaton, Giovanni Godina, Stephanie Vetter on this podcast. Melissa Barrett is at the NAACP conference as we record this. And so now you know what week we did this. And so she's out doing that while we're here doing this. Let's jump in. We are here talking about judgment and judgment in lots of ways i think this topic can go a whole bunch of different ways but how we judge ourselves how we judge others and then how does that affect our lives you know in a negative or positive way i think there's in judgment there can be a lot more negatives that i could think of but but you know it, like anything there's no all negative no all positive no all dark no all light so there's like two sides to all of this conversation I think we're kind of spun from one of our previous episodes. We were talking about, you know, how we can judge ourselves harshly and make, you know, things tougher in our life, you know, based on what we believe about ourselves. We can also make our lives tougher by judging others because we're putting that energy outward. Like I often say, you know, that holding a grudge or feeling ill about someone else. Is really a loss for us more than the other person you know you could be really upset with someone and then they show up at the party and they walk in and they're like hi and you're like oh my gosh I'm so mad but who's really hurting it doesn't look like they are (laughs) you know and and I I can't remember who it was that said it it might have been another Mark Twain thing I kind of think it was Mark Twain he said that you know oh shoot now I'm blanking on it I wanted to say it the right way But he said, holding a grudge, I think it is, holding a grudge is like drinking the poison, hoping that someone else, uh, that they'll die from you drinking the poison. It just doesn't work that way. Like you start embodying that energy. And then now notice that in our day-to-day, how we can not only judge others, but we can also judge ourselves and how harshly too. You know, many times I'll tell people, be kind to yourself because sometimes other people won't but at least you could be kind to yourself and we judge ourselves so harshly that we actually have you know a negative effect on our on our lives and that's why we say choose gratitude and you will create your freedom because it's in that gratitude also comes back to what are you grateful for for yourself so just noticing how we can judge ourselves harshly Giovanni and Stephanie like when do you notice Yourself judging yourself harshly, or someone else, and and what what occurs, just kind of open this up.
1: Often, sometimes, especially when you're trying something new, or you're putting yourself out there, or and there's so many times that that comes up. And interesting, even as we were talking about this topic, I'm like, oh, this could go a lot of ways. But then you said, you know, be kind to yourself, and I know I've heard that from you, <laughs> you're from our team. We say that to each other, and I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to have some form of perfection or maybe not perfection but to have a level of success or just to have what we're going after that we we're really hard on ourselves and I know I've said it to clients too cuz it's interesting to hear somebody else kind of take themselves down or judge themselves. And you're like, Oh, my gosh, is that what I sound like when I'm complaining or making excuses or over explaining or whatever that might be. But I think, yeah, the judgment, it comes so easily. And I don't, I don't know how to fix that. (laughs) I don't know what it is. I think it's maybe some form of self awareness. But I think we could really go deep on like, how do we be more kind to ourselves? And how do we how are others to be more kind to themselves? Because I see it more and more these days where people are, they're so self-conscious about what they're doing and they're, they think that they have to be this perfect thing or have this perfect thing. And so anything less is like a not okay or an I'm sorry. A lot of times you hear like, oh, I'm sorry this is that way or I'm sorry this, I'm sorry that. And it's like, oh my gosh, there's nothing to be sorry for. Like you're just you being you having your experience. Yeah. So much easier to tell other people to be kind themselves, to to be kind to themselves, than it is to be kind to yourself. Sometimes.
0: Would you like just to add something to that, Stephanie? And you tell me if I'm going off base from where you are. But the words of expectations and managing expectations is what comes to mind. And we're we're self judging that, right? We're judging what we think the other person expects of us. And then we're trying to put on that persona. So then we're living in that expectation instead of being our true self in a way. You could say, I know maybe I'm going Mm -hmm. farther out, but just go a little further with me. So being our true self and then allowing ourselves to be vulnerable, that's the key thing. And I know in many of my years and, and moments even now, it's less. Thankfully, it's less. I you don't let yourself be vulnerable. Like I know, let's just go to my younger years for a little bit. Like definitely being an entrepreneur at a young age, I started at 19 my first business. Then when I went to do business with people other than me, I never wanted to show my weaknesses or what I did not know, so I would even pretend that I knew and then go home and read about it. So I never like tried to fake someone out and say I know something that I didn't know like but then I would go do the extra work. I would read about it, you know, find out what I could so that I could be there. But I made it harder on myself and I I judged myself as not good enough. And if they find out I'm not good enough, then they'll surely know. And then they'll stop working with me. And as I got older, I realized, wow, people that are older than me actually want to help. You know, when we know something and even think about it in yourself, when you know something and you find that you can help someone, most of the time you'll want to share that information. And so this goes back to judgment. We're judging others now, and I'm judging myself. I'm judging the other person that they're going to ridicule me, that they're going to actually think that I'm weak and I'm they're gonna squash me. Now I'm judging them saying that that's to be true, but that's my own experience that I'm creating. And then and then what I would say now is if that is, if that were to be true, even if you want to let that thought enter your mind, then that's probably not the person we should be hanging out with. Like if someone's going to squash us or make us look like a fool, then they're probably not the nicest person. And if we get to choose the people we hang around, which most of us do, then we should move along. And so then I guess we're coming back to judging ourselves. We're, We're judging them of what they expect. Then we judge ourselves to manage that expectation and thereby not even being our true self. And we almost put a costume on you know, becoming that character. And then if we're not able to be that character, then that's when we feel less than or not that. And so what I found to come full circle on this is the vulnerability. And and I truly believe now in my heart that in order for me to see another human being, I need to let them see me. You see, it is a mirroring universe. We are in a place where if there's a wall that I put up so that I can protect myself so that you can't see my weaknesses, I'm blocking a whole bunch of stuff to the point where that person cannot truly see me, which obviously that was the the plan, right? To block that off. But then did you ever come to think that you can't see them? The wall is two ways. (laughs) And on top of that, even if you were, even if it was a translucent or like one of those one-way mirrors or whatever they call the two-way mirror, then you're so caught up in yourself, you don't even have the time to think about the other person. And what I've found is that if I actually say, oh, I don't know about that, or I'm not sure, or, you know, earlier today, we were all talking about calling old friends and how sometimes if you haven't talked to someone in like 10 years, you know, since I had Guillaume barre syndrome, I've done this before in my career and I've talked about it on other shows and other things, but I've called everyone in my phone. Now it's a lot harder. I have over 5,000 contacts in my phone. So we'll see how long this takes. By the way, I'm still in the last name of A. Uh, seriously, like, <laughs> I'm, I might be getting close to B. But I've been calling people as I can in between other calls. And some people I haven't talked to in over a decade. And I do hesitate. I think, oh, man, what am I going to say to this person, you know? And then I click, I promise myself I would call them all, so I click it. And then I'm vulnerable. Like, you know, it's like. I wasn't good at staying in touch or, you know, I, I just, and I even just say, I I just went through guillain and I'm, I chose that this is real in my heart. Relationships are one of the most important things, you know, as I, you know, came to this point of like, am I going to live or die and what's really important and the relationships in my life, my family and friends and extending those relationships is very, very important to me. So it's being very vulnerable and saying, I want to be more connected with the people in my life. And I also have been deleting people like some phone numbers don't work and all of those things. But back to the judging, when I go to click that phone, we're kind of judging again. We're saying, oh, they're going to judge me and that I haven't been a good friend. But then I also realize, hey, they never called me. So give it a shot. And if they don't like me or they don't want to talk to you anymore, okay, now I know and I can remove them from my phone. But all of this comes back to requirement of to stop judging. And I've had some wonderful conversations, like amazing. Like, so glad I called, so glad I talked to you again. And they have this, and most of them, they have the same feeling. Where does this judgment show up for you, Giovanni?
2: I was just actually going to say something on top of that. I think it, it's a, something that you always say, right? Where's your intention and where's your attention? You now, a lot of times when we have self judgment, right? It's our attention's on ourselves. And actually, this is something I've been, kind of going through myself, like, I don't know, for whatever reason, the last, I don't know, maybe three, three or so years have been like really challenging mindset wise, like a lot of just beliefs surfacing up and a bunch of different stuff and a lot of judgment too. And I think just recently, honestly, I haven't even had a chance to tell you, see, like, as we we're having our meeting earlier today, like this, this house, were kind of coming up, but like just even recently in the last like week or so, like it feels like things have started to shift and being like, okay with who I am, like the quirkiness and the whatever I perceive as being like weird or whatever. Like, I'm just like, finally, like I had the thought the other day, I was like, it's going to be me. Like, like, and if nobody likes that, then, oh, well, like, yeah, I might suck for a moment, like just feeling wise, but it's like the facade that I'm trying to, project for whatever reason my own whatever's in my head. Like I'm I'm tired of it. Like I'm I'm done of like holding back. And a lot of it's you know stemming from like playing small or being small like a child. Right. And I was like, I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Like I don't want that anymore in my life. Like I want to be able to play bigger and like and me. And it's kind of going back to what I've told you before, Steve and I think I mentioned on the podcast is like the way I used to think like my early twenties Right. Like was the opposite of how society was kind of like teaching us to be. Then I slowly like joined ranks and now I'm kind of like going back to the way I used to be like certain aspects of things that I used to think. And I'm just like, why did I ever go, why did I ever take on all that other junk that I didn't need to take on? And so for me, this, this is like a forefront of like what's really going on right now in my life of, of the judging and like letting go and being okay with who I am. And like, kind of like what you were saying earlier, when you're in your, your early 20s and early entrepreneur life, of like not pretending that you didn't know something, but like just being like, not wanting to reach out. Like I've more and more as we've, as our team has grown, been growing. And the more I've been working on myself, the more I see of being vulnerable and reaching out like how much comes back. Right. If you if you're vulnerable, if you can let yourself be vulnerable and accept others, like if you're just reaching for one hand, a lot of times more than one hand will reach back to help you. Right. Like that's what I'm starting to notice. And like and it's just putting yourself out there. I don't know if I'm going off topic, but like before as before I and I still kinda of do it. Like I'm posting in some Facebook groups that I'm a part of. Like before I I like type a whole message and then I'd be like,
0: ah. <laughs> Should I send this? Like, this is I don't know. See, that's all judgment. So it's not off topic, by the way. You're judging yourself. You're judging what they're gonna think.
2: Yeah, and so like just even recently, just I, I think I was about to make a post the other day on something, and I was like, it's like ah oh, man, I don't know, I don't know, and I was just like screw it, I'm like just whatever, like and I did it, and I got some responses back that are actually really good. That developed into like really good phone calls, but it was like that initial judgment, like. Like it is what it is, you know, like put it out there and then, and, you know, you get surprised that like how many hands come back to like, hey, yeah, I, I would love to connect with you kind of thing.
0: I was just going to add one thing to that is that think about what you just said, just do it. Because then if the people that are going to resonate with your true self are going to show up naturally, right? So if it causes other people to ricochet or fall off, then that might be a good thing too because they're not aligned with your true self. So I think what will happen is is natural and it's another thing of allowing. And if someone's going to judge you, then that's their own experience. But sure as heck, don't judge yourself. You know, that's what we're doing. We're we're thinking what they're going to say before we'll even say something. and And being mindful and kind, I mean, like knowing that if I say something, I'm going to hurt someone's feelings. I'm not saying to just be harsh although i will say i'm very direct these days if i see something but i'll ask permission like hey i just saw this thing Do would you like me to share that with you or you know but even just you know thinking about like someone having a booger in their nose like saying hey you have a booger they're probably even though it's weird it's uncomfortable like you just say all that they're probably better off knowing so there's but there is a line you know where we're just being hurtful i'm not saying you know go out there and hurt people and don't judge any of that, you know, again, there is a line, but, but anyway, so I just wanted to point that out that in, in all of you just said, it's right on point because this is constant judgment of ourselves and others to, to have all this happen in your head, you know, that you just brought up to like, Stephanie, you're going to add something.
1: Well, as he was talking, I was just thinking about how the judgment, I mean, if you could probably have a whole podcast on judging. Ourselves, and then a whole separate one on like judging others because there's all these little micro moments that show up within that. And if you think about what you were just sharing, Giovanni, you're judging yourself and someone else's reaction before you even put it out there in the universe, before you're even having a chance to have that feedback. And so sometimes that judgment literally is a stop for us. And if you would have not hit send, if you would have not put that out there, then you wouldn't have got this great feedback, these conversations, these relationships. And so it's just so interesting to me. How And I do it. have done it, too. I judge, oh, my gosh, this is not going to go well. And it's like, OK, well, I, first, I'm in my own head. I'm thinking too much about how what I'm saying and not thinking enough about my intention. If my intention is good and my intention is pure and I'm looking to help other people and therefore help myself, that's all good energy. So if we carry that into whatever that next step is, then we're opening ourselves up to so much more, you know, but it's, it's really interesting how it's just easy to get caught up in the, in judging ourselves so much that we don't take action for one or, or if we do, and we have all the right intentions and all the right energy and we do the thing and then it's not received to your point, Steve, like maybe that's not your person. Maybe that's not. The thing, but it's still feedback. It's still getting us closer to what the right path is. Because even if it wasn't the right thing, or it didn't land, or it didn't wasn't successful, then that's still something to learn from, and then choose again. So, yeah, I don't know. Just listening to you, everybody talk. So many things are coming up.
0: No, it's it's good. It's so it's so good. And then one layer to add to it is just like we can notice people that are judging themselves. And then we can judge. Then we're judging them by based on what they're what they're doing. But just think about when we see people that have overinflated themselves. One of our teachers that we've all worked with, Carl Buchheit, he calls it weight. Your weight, like, and and you can do it in a practitioner. Like, if you're 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 practicing or working with clients, like your weight, and you want to be as center as possible. If you're overweighted, right, it's an inflated self. Right. So, and I definitely have done that. Like when I was younger, you would, you know, you step up to a level that you think you need to be at, but you know, we can sense that. Have you ever been around someone and they're like putting their self, their presence like in a heavy way? Like, that's why it does feel like more weight. And they're like working to take up space, working to be seen, working to be over the top. Right. And even to dominate or all these different things, right? There's lots of ways the weight can show up, but ultimately it's overinflating so that we can be what we think we're supposed to be. And thereby we're judging ourselves in order to have that inflatedness. The opposite could be true. So we're judging ourselves so hard that we're underweighted. We actually do have more power than we think, but we think we're weak and useless and we label ourselves and we put all and you know, and I've definitely done that. I've made some big mistakes in my twenties coming into my 30s and I felt like a loser. And so then I so you know, there were times in my 20s I overinflated myself because I thought that's what I had to do to take up that space to be that person. And then I when I made mistakes and it hurt and and a lot of those mistakes, by the way, I think I would have been able to move away from or make them softer if I would have asked for help by the way <laughs> but then you're underweighted and and that's not fun to be around either neither of these are fun to be around like people that are overweighted and you know really putting their weight out there in a heavier than it, than it's norm, than their their space would be and then underweighted people that like will hide themselves in the corner they won't speak up for themselves that also cannot be fun to be around. And we sense that we're like, Oh, something's off with this person. I don't really want to hang out with them. You know, I don't want to spend time with them because there's something off when we find someone that's in their stability. And it took me like all of my thirties. And even now I'm still not saying I'm like 100% center. And I'm like, here I am. I'm working towards that. There's always more to be improved, but ultimately people sense that now. And I get compliments like, wow, you're just, being you it's so cool to see you know it just uh, and so back, and I'm bringing this up because your point Giovanni like just being you put yourself out there and then just own that it's the best thing you can do because if you're under so back to that like posting underweighted you'd be like oh it's not good enough I'm not going to post it overweighted you're posting all the time starting fights on social media like who you know like that you know like this is the person that's like everywhere you know so you can just take this it comes back to the, the Goldilocks, right? It's like the porridge is too hot or it's too cold. It's like just right. And the just right is you. And if anything, I've taken away from personal growth. I thought when I was learning to be better and sign up for personal growth workshops, seminars, coaching, I thought I was signing up to be a better person. When actually I've now found, I actually was letting go of all the things I thought I was supposed to be, letting go of all those layers, taking off all that armor to one, be vulnerable, but most importantly, to be me, to let the real Steve come out, not the one that I thought it was supposed to be, not the one from the book, not the one from the script that I judged upon myself and judged what other people thought so I could be that character and show up. And so this is the truth. So by you posting what was coming through you, and there's a reason you thought it, Giovanni. You thought that in your mind because you're meant to say it. Like, so that's also denying our own consciousness, like a something, a note, or and that goes back to saying something to someone where it might seem direct or something. It's like, hey, this is coming to my mind right now. I feel like I want to say this to you. I'm more prompted to do that now without judging myself because I believe there's no coincidences. Like that thought came into my mind because I was supposed to share it. Now, whether they take it or not, that's on them. But at least I did the thought that came through to my mind. I don't know if that makes sense to everyone.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like as you were saying all that stuff, like it's, I think it comes back to something we mentioned previous is is just noticing. It's something you said too. Stephanie, that remind that reminded me of that prompted that thought of like of just noticing because a lot of times when we're we're judging ourselves, we don't know, we don't recognize it, kind of a thing. Because you mentioned like saying like some when you're complaining or something like that. And a lot of times when I have noticed it, I'm just like, it's like, took me a minute. Like, like, oh, that thought, like, oh, that's complaining or that's something. If you can notice those things, being aware, I think a lot of stuff allows you to start changing, right? It's like in that moment when I was posting something, because I was looking for somebody. I was like, hey, I'm looking to connect with this kind of person. And I put like kind of three criteria kind of things. And I was like, like, should I post that? And then like shortly after like dude, yeah, post it, like. Just reach out. Like, but I noticed it pretty quickly in that instance is like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm having that feeling like, that's not, that's not what I want, what I want, what I want to do instead. I was like, okay, let's post this and like, just see what happens. And there's been times where I posted something and nothing's happened. Right. Like, and I was like, okay, well that, that didn't do anything. So, and then I was, I was still alive. Like got the world didn't explode or anything like that. I was like, oh, hey, that's cool. It didn't explode and I'm okay. But it's just, not- I think it's just coming out of like that noticing being okay, I guess, with with what the outcome, right? Like we always say gratitude, like being okay with whatever the results that come to you, right? And then making an, another decision from that, from that moment on, choosing again.
1: I think it's a communication thing too, you know, to what you were saying, Steve. It's almost like, am I in rapport with myself? Am I in rapport with others? And if I am, then maybe the judgment is not as harsh or not as prevalent right? Like we're probably not judging ourselves as much like, as long as we just take the time to like seek understanding, to be there in the room with someone, to, you know, be there in the room with your own experience or whatever it is that's happening. It's almost like a good communication channel if you think about it. So if you are overweighted or underweighted, like you're really not in rapport, you're not in good communication with whatever is happening. And so that's where maybe some of these thoughts, these judgments can come in. And I know we often talk about like, well, how can we overcome this? And one thing that it comes to mind is how we always say, if there's an experience that is persisting or there's thoughts that are not serving us to just sort of stop and say, hold on, this thought does not serve me. And then what would I like? you know, to ask that question. I know that's a lesson that you've taught me, Steve, you can probably speak better on it, but that's a big, that's a big deal. And if you are so aware that you can notice and, and try to like cut something off before the judgment goes too deep, like that is a great tactic Prevent yeah. maybe more of that. Maybe you can talk on
0: that. I think you said it well. I, the only thing I would add is that you have to do it over and over and over. Like it takes a yeah. while to get used to because when i first heard it it was a meditation coaching and it was like you know we you know so when you meditate or you journal that's where you can build up the skill of self-awareness right because then we're actually studying ourselves, right that's kind of what that's a big part of it is like okay what happened today you know just writing about random stuff at first feels random but then we actually learn about ourselves we learn about our feelings and so when you do notice a common thread, like I'm not good enough or oh, I bet I shouldn't speak up because no one's going to listen to me. Oh, well, is that what you want? And remember the words are what we think about comes about where our energy goes uh, or where, where our focus goes, energy flows, you know, all these things. So if we're repeating, so you're basically, me- you're creating a mantra of what you don't want. And I find this is often what happens we say an affirmation in the morning or we get up and say oh today's gonna be a great day and then the rest of the day we beat ourselves up we say all these horrible things about ourselves, and so i think what you know to i'm just adding to what you were saying stephanie then that's our chance to say to notice first notice it comes to that self-awareness whoa i shouldn't be saying this about myself oh i'm not good enough or whatever then say oh well what would i like You know, I'd like to be good enough. Well, what will having that do for me? So that was the difference. Like when I first heard it, it was like the the coaching was: when you say something that you don't want, or you say something about yourself that you don't want, then say to yourself, "Oh, this this does not serve me," and stop thinking about it. And then that was okay. I was like, okay, well, yeah, sure, that makes sense, but. Like, then you the thought keeps coming up and you get annoyed by it. And you're like, Oh, this guy doesn't know. And I thought this, I'm like, That this meditation teacher does not know what they're talking about. Like, how does that work? Like, come on, thanks a lot. You know, this does not work. Like, yeah, they got the thought keeps coming up. It's like, how do you get rid of the record? You know, like, okay, I could change the song for a minute, but then that song comes back on. You know, you gotta, how do I turn the radio off? And then that's where, you know, meeting Carl Buchheit coming back to and he was the coach of my coach. So the man that I finally got coaching from was a practitioner from learning from Carl. So when I first met Carl, I said, Hey, they, hello. Nice to meet you. Thanks for changing my life. And he like laughed. I said, no, seriously, you coached my coach. And then now, now I'm here. But the thing, the reason I, I bring him up is he taught me to ask myself, what would I like? And really mean it, not just like some little bit. It's like, What would you like? So then now like I took that coaching from the meditation and it's like, well, wait, this thought doesn't serve me. And then instead of just stopping it and having blank space for that song that I didn't want to come back on, now I had the tool to say, what would I like? And then when I said that, now my mind started to make pictures and sounds or whatever you do to think about that thing that I want and then I could dream about that. And then and then here's the last part to this. You have to do it over and over and over and over again. Like so coming back to center. So then, yes, like five minutes later, you might think of that thought again that no longer serves you. And then you just have to say it again. That thought does not serve me. What would I like? And you just keep doing it. And when you actually think about what you would like more than what you would not like, you will have it. It's that simple. You are all magic. But right? you're magic. Like when you say something, you're casting a spell. I don't think there's any coincidence that spelling is spelled the same way. Casting a spell and spelling words, putting letters together to make words is spelling. So language is what's casting our spells. So you're all able to cast spells. In fact, you've been doing it your whole life. You're casting spells. Grammar it means to conjure up. So spelling, you put the letters together to make the words and grammar, you put the words together to make the phrase. This is magic. It's your magic in the world and it's not that magical because it's actually happening all the time. It's not a rare occurrence and you have to have a wand. If you want a wand, you can. People use their pens all the time. But the reality is you just do it in your head, out loud, all the time. And so you have to be mindful enough, this comes back to the self-awareness, as we become more self-aware, then we can change the words that we're saying. We can change. And that's why I think when you look at movies, they're very precise about the words they say to cast that specific spell, to have that specific reaction or a cause and effect. And that is same to us. So yes, maybe we should be more cautious about the words we say. Maybe we should. And maybe the wand is just to remind ourselves that we're doing this. Maybe holding that in our hand will be like, oh, why do I have this wand in my hand? Oh, yeah, I cast spells. Oh, maybe I should be mindful of what spells I cast. You're a wizard, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I grew the beard, right? To just live the part, you you know? It was not that choice. But it does feel pretty fun to have all this facial hair. So, so yeah, just be you, right? Like, Yeah, be you and choose what you're spelling choose what you're spelling so let's pause real quick and take a break and we'll be right back i just want to have an expression of gratitude right now for pro audio voices they're the ones that uh, produce my podcast and becky and her team are amazing and for those of you that know me i'm all about wow clients wow partners and pro audio voices is a wow partner for me And if you want to learn more, you can go to ProAudioVoices.com and you can learn about them. They also do audiobooks and they're just amazing people. Thank you, Becky. I'm
1: so aware of that now too, the way that things are said, whether it's from me or from, you know, someone else. And hopefully I'm not judging others in that, but I am mindful of of what comes out. And especially like with my kids now, the things that they might say, whether they're talking to each other, they're both have gone through or are in this phase where they're very critical of themselves, where they, they'll they say things like, oh, I'm dumb or oh, I'm this. You know, they, they could be harsh. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where did they learn that from? Hopefully not from me. Hopefully not from me. And so I really... probably think I'm crazy sometimes, but I will stop and like pull them aside and be like, you cannot. Like words have power for good or for bad. Like look at when you say something kind to someone, when you're helpful, any of those things, like look at the effect that that has on the other person. And same thing when you say something mean or you hurt your sister's feelings or whatever that is, like They care so much about you and so much about what they think and they love you so much that when you say something hurtful, like it really hurts. And so your words have power for good or for bad. Like they're they're strong. And so you have to be careful with them. Like take care with what you say to each other because you do love this other person. And so, and it goes back to the same thing with yourself. Like you do or you should love yourself. So your words have power for good or for bad. It's like, It's a really big lesson that I learned from you a couple of years ago and it's it sticks because it's important. And so even we can really start to change our whole behavior, our whole trajectory, our whole success, like everything that comes out can all be changed, I think, if you really bring it back to how are we judging ourselves or what are we saying inside or outside.
2: Being a parent myself, you guys both have years on me of being parents, but then now having a two-year-old myself, like all the lessons that you are trying to teach them are still so applicable to adults. Mm -hmm. Like the lesson you just, you're like talking about, like that, that applies to like pretty much every human on the planet, right? No matter what age they are, like it still applies and like it's, it's, I think it's, it's good to remember that stuff and it's like to to reset once you've had that kind of experience of of self-judgment right because they you know they say like animals right when they have when they're in fear you have the flight fight or uh, flee and response in us and then animals are really good at resetting right they kind of just shake it out after being chased down by a, a tiger or a lion or something like that after they're safe they just shake it out and then go back to like just neutral but as humans, like we continue to dwell on it and continue to just harbor it. And like, and as it keeps like expanding and expanding, and expanding, it's like taking, like I noticed with my daughter that, you know, if she's like having some kind of a meltdown right now, currently, which is very sad. She is very, very not much liking shampooing her hair and is having little meltdowns uh, in the tub. And. But once we've gotten past it, like, it seems like she's been able to like just reset and she's like her happy bubbly self again. And the reason why I'm saying this is because like those moments of judgment, right. are opportunities for one of two paths, right. The path to kind of keep going down that judgmental dark, darker path or path of recognizing and seeing it and be like, okay, that's not, and what you're just talking about, Steve, like. That's not what I want to feel. How would I like to feel now or what would I like to feel instead? And then bringing us out of that quote unquote darkness that it can be, right? And it's not for everybody The self-judgment. It's not like super dark, but it can like lead to that. And you start like, oh man, that was stupid of me to say. Like, oh, why are you so like, yeah, kind of just like the rabbit hole. Yeah. Kind of a thing. But yeah, lessons from kids, man. It's, they're, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. There's less filter which then allows it to be more obvious to us, I think. You know, just thinking like, I guess there's a layer of I don't know if we ever can get it fully away from judgment because it's even in the judgment that we could course correct, right? It's like actually looking at what worked well, what didn't work. I think it's the dwelling in that judgment or not allowing it to be proved right or wrong. For me, I just wanted to add back in the gratitude, you know, like I think Every cause and effect allows us to choose gratitude. So, okay, something didn't go well. Am I going to say I'm dumb? Which could happen. And have I done that before in my life? Yeah, absolutely. Or I can say, well, that didn't work out well. How can I choose differently? And how grateful can I be that that outcome occurred so that I would think differently? You know, so now in my mind, most of the time, it's not 100%. But most of the time when something happens, I wake up and I'm like, "Well, that didn't work out. Okay, what what do I have to do different? How can I go a different way? Like this this path must not be the right way. Let's find another way. I'm not giving up on the dream, but I'm giving up on that way, that path or that that technique or whatever it is that we're using to make it happen." So then I can be extremely grateful that I'm getting guidance. You know, that is guidance. And so then instead of, so this is where we can get caught in the judgment, bringing it back. I can be so judgmental. I couldn't do it. I didn't do it right. Oh, you know, I, then I'm going to do it again and again until I get it right. And yes, you want to do things again and again, but not the same way. That's where, you know, I think Einstein's quote, you know, doing this, doing the same thing over and over again, looking for expecting a different result is called insanity, that's what Albert Einstein said, and and that's the difference. So it, it, then, that's where we can be grateful. So even going back to your kids, and believe me, I've done this, and like to Giovanni's point, I think every human being has. But when we're showing our kids, okay, it, why would you why why would you say you're stupid? How so? Oh, because this didn't work out. Oh, okay. So should we be judging ourselves, and and were the problem, or are we the solution? And I believe we're always the solution if we choose to be, because it's thinking differently. And we can be thankful that that didn't work out. And it's that we, you know, we can be grateful that we tried and it didn't work out because now we can learn a different way. And the sooner you do that and the sooner you acknowledge that, the faster you're going to get where you want to. So I guess I say replace the judgment with gratitude. And there's still some judgment. I don't know I, if maybe both of you want to chime in on this like, is there a way to even have absolutely no judgment? Because when we're looking at something and it doesn't go well, I guess in a way we're judging it and we're learning about it. And then we're saying, okay, I want to do it differently. I guess you're still judging the situation. So maybe the difference is not dwelling on that judgment. You know, like that's like saying, oh, the boat won't move in the water. Okay. You know, and they just stay there or like well how else can we do it maybe if we get an oar should we get a motor or you know what should we do should we get out and swim and push the boat get back to shore and rebuild should we start over i don't know there's a million ideas i don't know can we really live without judgment i don't know if we can't
1: i think the way we're talking about it is like the negative judgment right like the stuff that's harmful whereas like to to go and judge and learn from something might be more of like Expecting it or, you know, if we're talking about language, like how, what there's yeah. more like a, rev- a review or a learning or a, you know, the assessment, something. Yeah,
0: assessment. yeah let's it's just viewed. change the word.
1: <laughs> so let's change the word <laughs> and it'll be different. Yeah. You might be. Involved.
0: I think that's good. Yeah. And even if you do keep it as judgment, then just notice, are, are you figuring it out and then staying in it? I think that's the part where we do. We're like, oh, this is it. I'm dumb. That's it. I'm dumb. So I'm just going to sit in that instead of saying, no, you're not dumb. This situation happened. Now, what are you going to do about it? And what would you like going back to that thing? And then we can be grateful. There's so many things now I can look back and be grateful that they didn't work out because I would have probably had a miserable existence and it was meant for me to go a different direction.
2: Yeah. I think that's, I kind of get back to that question of, can we live a life without judgment? I think in today's society, I mean, yes, there's always a possibility of anything, right? But it's letting go of what you perceive as being correct, right or wrong, good or bad kind of a thing, right? I mean, cause like you said, you could have those situations where if you would have gone down that path, it would have been looking back at it, it would have been like maybe catastrophe or something. could have been just life altering in it, you know, whatever. I think it's just like everything's practice, right? You'd have to be able to let go. There's like some Buddhist story. And you've told a different story of. Uh, actually, I'll tell tell that one of the the villager the, in China, where his you know son was riding out riding a horse, trying to catch her horse, or his horses escaped or something, right? You tell it better than I do.
0: Well, yeah, well, uh, I, I I could tell real fast, and then you could add what you want. Okay. But that's the one yeah. where it says a farmer in a small town in China, he loses his two horses; they run away. And then all the townspeople hear about it and they go out to his farm. They're like, what a terrible thing. You lost your horses. And he said, maybe. And then they all go back. And then, then like the next day, like the two horses come back with like two more horses, like two wild horses and the town hears about it and they come out. They're like, what a wonderful thing. It's so great. Now you have four horses. Wow!" and he says, maybe, and then like the townspeople are getting more confused and they go back. And then the next day, his son, the the farmer's son, is out trying to tame one of the wild horses, gets bucked off, breaks his leg. And the town people hear about it, and they come out, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry your son broke his leg. What a terrible thing, isn't it? And he says, maybe. And then they all go back again. And and the next day, the military is coming into town recruiting young boys. And they take all healthy and able boys and they come to the farm and they see that the the boy has a broken leg and they pass by their farm and of course the villagers come out and say wow what what a, what a coincidence that was and what a blessing for your family your boy doesn't have to go to war and he said maybe there's no absolute so I don't know like I, that's that's the story as I remember it Giovanni and if you wanted to add to that yeah
2: well yeah it's just like it's like if you can have that mindset of like it's kind of bringing it back to the judgment of yourself, right? Whatever that thought is of that you're judging, maybe it is, maybe it's not, whatever, but like, it's just like continuing on making, making another decision that like, is there a way for us to not have judgment in our life? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Got me. You know, know, it's. Yeah. uh, I, but I think it's, I think it's practice like in today's society. Like, I think it's really hard. Like you have to, and I guess that's like a judgment, right? It's like kind of beliefs what you think is, is what it will be.
0: I wrote down in my journal, true self. That's, I think that's it. Do we allow ourselves to be our truth? I think that's where the judgment causes the most ripples in a not so good way like we because why are we judging ourselves before we write a message or post something or why are we judging ourselves so hard before we say something and instead of just being ourselves and in that being ourselves that's where you know we can go and i find the more i was not being myself the more i hurt and again i think the universe is telling me like this isn't for you what are you doing so you just keep getting slapped in the face and then when you finally choose to be you which you can only be you like anytime we're not being us we cause all kinds of grief and pain and all these things and you know that's where i think that's where we judge ourselves the most out of this conversation this is just an observation of myself and thinking of my own life and the people i've worked with and been around i think that when we judge ourselves and others the most is when we are being characters we're trying to like be what we're thought we're supposed to be instead of just being ourselves. And if we just be ourselves, I think there'd be a lot less judgment. And then also knowing that that person's being themselves. If we can just see others for who they are and be ourselves, that's it, being your true self instead of living in your own judgment.
2: Yeah, I would agree with that. I like Jim Carrey, and I put it in our chat here, but I think Jim Carrey said something like to the effects of like, if somebody has depression, it's like your avatar telling you that you're like on the wrong path, like you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing, kind of a thing. And it's kind of like, and like what you're saying, it's like you're out of alignment when you, when that judgment's really harsh. It's like you're out of alignment of who you are and who you're. I w- I don't want to say meant to be, but who who you you can be or who you who you are. Yeah, it's true. We are might hard. go around it. Just yeah, I think that's. That resonates with me is like, yeah, you're most judgmental when you're out of alignment of who you are.
1: When you think about like how much there is to learn from someone else's experiences too. I mean, Steve, you're a great story for that. Going through it, all of the ups and downs and everything that happened in life. But now being where you are at today, if you weren't transparent with all of that, if you didn't share that, what you learned from all that, you wouldn't have helped all the people that you've helped. And there's a woman that I follow on social media. She's just a she's a mom and she's big, but she struggled with like addiction and crime and so much, you know, mental health, all this stuff in her whole life. And then she ended up writing books and now she speaks and she helps so many people who are struggling with addiction and mental health issues. And it's like, she had to go through it and she had this crazy journey. And it's like, if she would have just stayed silent, if she would have not talked about it because she judged herself for all of, you know, what she may have perceived as like the ugly of it all, then she wouldn't have helped like the thousands of people that she's been helping. So it's like you never know what your experience and what you've learned from it can do to like pay it forward to help somebody else who might not be ahead of you, but maybe they're a step behind you. And it's like we, you know, we tell our clients that too. You don't have to be at the top of a mountain to help others. But if there's, if you can share your true self with someone and they, and it helps somebody else, then, then that's all good.
0: Very good. Yeah. And I think that's all we want. We just want to contribute and have a good life. Yeah. At the end of the day, life is simple, right? It's, we just want to have a good day. (laughs) We just want to experience maybe. You know, some people might want to experience new things more than others. Maybe some people just enjoy the you know doing very similar things every day. That's that's your choice. But you just want to be able to enjoy that day and, and just be you. Don't try to be somebody else. That's when it hurts, you know? So and if you want to be somebody else, then go be an actor and get paid for it, you know? Then then it's a then then it's a job and then you could turn it off and on. But, if you know, in your day-to-day, there's no need to put on an act. Life will be so much better. Yeah. So I I know we're getting to time for today. So I don't know, Stephanie and Giovanni, what you might want to add to this. But I was just thinking, you know, like we've said a lot of things today, as we always do, don't we? And I think I always like to leave with something that you could possibly try. I think the first thing is finding that self-awareness so whatever way you could do it i mean if you just want to be mindful of your words that's a good start you know like notice what you say about yourself and others because again they're casting spells and if that's some something that might be difficult to track then get a small little journal you know maybe something that could fit in your pocket and every time you judge yourself like write it down and then ask yourself what would i do instead you know what i like to say and that repetition will change and you could also meditate every day or just do one journal entry at the end of the day and just say, how did I judge myself? There's something about the speed of it because by the end of the day, you might've forgot. So having something small or like typing on your phone, you know, just having a note open and maybe call it, you know, self-care or or something else or, you know, your list of judgments that you judge yourself and and just put those down and then always put the opposite. So then I guess to add to that, whatever it is, good or bad, Then either if it's good, celebrate it. And if it's something you don't want to think about yourself or you don't want to judge yourself, then write what you would like and then focus on that and try to really focus on that. And that's where a good meditation could come or go for a walk and just think and dream about that thing. That's where I would start. I don't know, Stephanie and Giovanni, if that would you add anything to that or is there anything else that you think were good first steps for you to be self-aware?
1: I think those are great first steps like just for some tactical like what are some simple things that we can do and then if you do notice it happening you know the whole piece we talked about just stopping those thoughts like telling yourself nope that that thought stops here and this is what i would like and then what you had even mentioned you know asking for what you would like but then also going that step further to Ask yourself, what will having that do for me? Like, yes, this is what I would rather have instead of this. But what will having that do for me? Just to really help it integrate so that you can move forward. And then I think just more of a, an overall, like, be kind to yourself. We have to be kind to ourselves and to others. But if you find that you're struggling with judgment or beating yourself up, like, just remember, like, it's okay be kind to yourself.
2: And if you are starting to notice the talk, the way you're talking to yourself or judging yourself, like kind of what Stephanie was talking about when she talks to her kids, like talk to yourself like you were talking to a child, right? Like the coming with the the love and care and tenderness that you would if you were talking to a child. Because even my photography, I tell people we're our we're worst critics, right? So I always tell somebody like have, have somebody you trust. Look at the images that you of yourself because we're our worst critics, right? And both physically and internally, we're our worst critics. And so, when you, if you can talk to yourself like you're talking to a child with the love and tenderness and and compassion, like I think that will help start to shift things once you've already done the stuff that you mentioned yeah. um, earlier.
0: It's beautiful. Thank you both for adding to that. And and I think just come back to gratitude. You know, so even in that, you know, in those moments when maybe you're lost in thought and you can only think of that bad thing, you know, just if you don't know what you want right at that moment, then just come back to the gratitude. Where can you be grateful? Am I grateful that I'm breathing? Am I grateful? Just find some reach for gratitude, reach for gratitude. So as we always say, choose gratitude and create freedom. And we so appreciate you listening to these podcasts. We put all our love into these and we want to serve you in the best way we can and share these stories so that you can make new choices in your life and and you can choose gratitude and you can create your, your freedom. So we really wish that for you. Please give us feedback. We love to have a review. If you, if you really like this podcast, please give us a review on whatever platform you're on and share comments on any of our social media. You know, bring that forth. And if you have questions or something, topic, that you would like us to speak on, we're open to hear that. We really want this to be a community podcast where we can take your feedback and bring that here onto the show. And we haven't had any guests in a while, but I know we're talking about that and we'll start having some guests again. We started this podcast having other guests, people that are living in the more business, more life philosophy, so we can have more stories than just ours. But it's been really fun having just the team and all of you get to know the team. And even us get to know each other. So thank you, Giovanni and Stephanie, for joining. And I know Melissa wasn't here today, but we love when she is here too. And just sharing this time together is amazing. I know I'm definitely grateful. And it is creating more freedom for all of us because then like Melissa's at a conference, we're able to still do this and the show goes on. So by being a team, we're creating more freedom in our life. So I so appreciate you. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. Until next time. I'm going to say it again. Choose gratitude and create your freedom. Love you. Bye. Thanks for listening to the More Business, More Life podcast. I hope you got value. And if you did, we have so many more things for you at stevenoplaton.com. You'll be able to connect with us on social media. We are active. You can ask us questions. And then on top of that, I want to give you a really big gift. And it truly is. We want to give so much value. We have an offering. It's a program called Clear Path to Customers. It's the same way that we attract wow clients and only working with the right people, the people we want to. And it's transformed my business into millions more in revenue with the right people and my clients. And we're doing it absolutely free. So you can go to stevenoplaton.com and grab that. You just got to put in your information. We'll send it to you promptly. And that again is on stevenoplaton.com. I look forward to having you on the next show. Until then, remember, choose gratitude and create freedom. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts,
1: visit c-suiteradio.com.